we have an older gentleman who is probably in his 70s. He volunteers at like almost every event we do throughout the year. It's just he's passionate about it. He loves coming out. He and his his position. Is Welcome to the UND Greyhound Guide, the only show of its kind where we give you unparalleled access to the University of Indianapolis Sport Management Program, which is located within the amateur sports capital of the world. Through the voices of students, alumni, and even professors, listeners will gain information that can't be received by visiting a website or even touring a campus. Catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on all things sport management. So today we are joined by Jason Springer, who is the marketing slash volunteer coordinator with Tuxedo Brothers Event Management. They are based out of Zionsville, Indiana, and a great resource for undergrad and grad students alike to take advantage of. This is another installment in our three-part series where we are chatting with organizations around Indy and learning more about volunteer opportunities for students to be a part of. So, Mr. Springer, thank you for taking time out of your day to do this with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a great, great opportunity to kind of talk about the company and, like you said, volunteer opportunities. Um, so I'm wondering if before we get into like the specifics of the volunteer aspect, if you could give us a rundown of what your what your job entails as the marketing and volunteer coordinator, because when I first volunteered, like I heard tuxedo bros, I was expecting people to show up in droves of tuxes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So just got a little bit of a real quick, some background on Tuxedo Brothers. So uh, Tuxedo Brothers has been around since 1984. We are based, um, like you said, out of Zionsville. Um, the majority of the, we're, the, of the events that we're doing throughout the year, because we do 50 plus events um, normally throughout the year. Um, you know, Pre-COVID times, we were doing about 50 uh, per year. but um, but yeah, we are doing mostly run-walk events with some triathlon events in there as well. Um, and then we even do like a stair climb uh, event that we do in January called Bop to the Top. This year, it actually, that event got pushed back to February and it got switched to virtual. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, we do normally about 50 plus events throughout the year. Uh, as far as my role with the company, uh, you know, obviously marketing, volunteer uh, manager for that. So. You know, the, the majority of what I'm doing throughout the, the week is, you know, advertising our events, you know, working with the promotional and advertising side of things, um, you know, helping you know, work with clients that we are we are working with throughout the year. Um, and then obviously the big component would be volunteer management uh, for our events. You know, we always say that these events, you know, as, as, as much as we can do prep work prior to race day, you know, these events would not go nearly as smooth if we didn't have these volunteers to actually come out and help us on race day. Um, so yeah, volunteers are a huge, huge aspect to uh, to the success of our events. So you kind of touched on that next question, talking about the various events you guys do between triathlons and the bop to the top. So could you just maybe explain more in depth, like what roles volunteers can fulfill with you guys on an event day? Yeah, so I, you know, I think when you ask the average person about volunteering for a, a run, walk, or a triathlon, I think the average person, their mind just kind of goes to working a water station, handing out cups, 
and and that obviously that is a huge a huge uh, component to volunteering. But you know we have so many other areas that you can help out in. You know going from you know if we just talk about the start of the event, you know you're going to have your packet pickup where you're actually going to have the folks coming in, picking up their race materials, getting their shirts and their race bibs and things like that. Um, but then you know going from there you're going to have folks working you know, volunteer check-in or working gear check which is you know the area where you're actually going to you know drop off your personal belongings that you don't actually you know have a location for so um, so gear check is an area you can help out at and then when you actually get out onto the course that's when you're talking about you know obviously your water stations or or um, aid stations that you can help out at um, course marshalling that's another huge huge um, area that's very important to the success of our events because you know, as much as we can, you know, we can put turn signs out and things like that. It's still, you know, it, it, it happens. People miss turns, you know, people turn where they're not supposed to. So it is a huge help to have course marshals out there who can actually help direct folks along the route. Um, and then, you know, once you're going to get back to the to the start finish area, that's where you're going to have folks who are going to hand out medals if it's an event that offers medals or or the post-race area helping with handing out refreshments and, you know, granola bars and things like that. So there is tons and tons of areas that, that we are always in need of volunteers at, and we never ever turn away volunteers. We can always use them. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a aspect to, to Tuxedo Brothers that we are very, you know, we're, we take very seriously. We never want a volunteer to leave without a shirt or, you know, some snacks from the event or something to take home with them to kind of remember, you know, hopefully in a, in a, in a good light working, you know, helping out working at the event. So I know you just, one, I just want to say, like, the events that I volunteer for in undergrad, uh, for the people that are listening, if you are a course marshal, because I remember that was the first thing I did. I was like, oh, that sounds like a really cool name. I had no idea what it entailed. And I don't remember what event it was for, but I just remember it was cold, and I had wished that I had, like, those uh, those hand warmer things in my pockets, because that would have been awesome. And then also, for the bop to the top, my role that day was I was the guy in the elevator taking people from the top to the bottom. So that was cool. Yeah, uh, you've, had, was, you've had a wide range of uh, experiences at these. <laughs> yeah, because that bop to the top, there was uh, like firemen did it in their uniforms. They said they did it for training. And then uh, there were some India 11 players that did it too. So like I was taking yeah, them we, down with their so, mask. Yeah, so with, uh, with the events that we do throughout the year, you know, obviously you're going to get you know, a lot of folks that are going to do these run walks, but that specifically in terms of the bop to the top, it's a stair climb normally is held at the one America tower. It's a 36 floor stair climb, uh, 500 vertical feet. So it's a very unique event. And because of that, we, we do always get a lot of, um, I guess I also call, you know, local celebrities. And we do get, you know, like you, you said, the, the firefighters that like to use that as kind of a, um, a, a good, I, I, training, I guess you, you could say that, but I think a lot of them like to do it for the fundraising component because that, that event specifically benefits Riley Children's Foundation. So we do get a lot of, of uh, volunteer, you know, a lot of uh, firefighting groups that like to either come out and, and do the event or just come out and volunteer for the event. So yeah, it's very, very unique, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, like I said, lots of events that we do throughout the year, the majority are going to be those run walks, but but yeah, when you t start talking about triathlons and and the the bop to the top, it's a lot lot more you know uniqueness to it than than the average event. So, so would you encourage like if a student's listening, 
to volunteer for more than one event? And do you think that they would benefit from getting a variety of experiences? Because I just don't want students coming in or students on campus to think, oh, I volunteered one time, check it off the resume to-do list. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a really good point. Um, you know, going back to all those those different volunteer positions that I was talking about, you know, yeah, of, of course you're gonna have, you know, you can have one experience doing one versus the other, but yeah, it's it's definitely you can you can do you know the same job at different events and you can get a totally different experience too. But yeah, it's it's you know we always like to encourage folks to come back and do it again. We like I said we love our volunteers. We like people to come out and do different different things and like you know it's like you were talking about you can definitely get different experiences from one to the other you know if you work like a packet pickup area you know something like that you're going to get a lot more interaction with people versus something like the course marshalling if you were talking about that's going to be something you know you're not so much interacting with individuals you're kind of in a one spot to direct people along the route and make sure that they don't screw up and you know turn or, or anything like that but yeah definitely volunteering in different positions is is a is a good thing to do it's it you know it's a good way to meet new people and and you know find out you know different things about the event and about the industry in, in general so so i know some people mistakenly think of a volunteer experience as something that they can go at and just be on their phone and kill time you know and get credit for it uh like I said, to put on their resume. So what advice would you give to students that are wanting to volunteer? Just like some some words to help them get the most out of their experience while they're there. I think the, the first thing you need to do, you know, before you even go, really you just need to come in with a good attitude. Because um, I know a lot of, you know, you'll get some volunteer groups that are kind of organized by a school or a different club. And, and you get folks that, they come there and I, and I think they don't go in with a great attitude. They, you know, you get folks who are very excited to do it, but I think a lot of folks come into it and they think, well, I got to get up early. It's going to be a cold day. It's going to be a hot day, whatever. But really just coming into it with a positive attitude because, you know, it is, I don't think I've ever seen a volunteer leave that didn't have a good experience at one of our events. Um, so really just coming in with a good attitude is, is the first thing, but um, kind of going back to what you were talking about as far as, prepping for an, uh, a volunteer event like that. Prepare for the weather, whether it's cold or hot or rainy or snowy, whatever. Always make sure you're coming in prepared for the weather conditions because that can certainly put a damper on your experience at uh, volunteering for an event with us. So that's definitely a huge, huge thing. But yeah, just like I said, just coming in with a positive attitude, just making sure you're prepared for you know everything once you get there as far as where to park and, and all that and, and you know we that, that that's part of my job I communicate with all the volunteers telling them everything every single detail they need to know as far as if they need a parking pass you know where they where they can park at what time they need to arrive what time we can expect that they they're going to be done with their their position and, and you know giving them emergency contact information if they see something happen at the event so it's it's really just all about being as prepared as you possibly be when you get there, even if it's an event you've never been at, if it's a position you never volunteer for, um, just coming in, like I said, with a good attitude and just, you know, being prepared as, as, as possible. Yeah, I'd say also, too, it's kind of a good opportunity to meet people that you wouldn't otherwise have the chance to. 
I know when I volunteered, like I, when I was a course marshal, I met a girl that was going to IEPUI and like we were studying the same thing. And then at another event I volunteered for, I actually met an alumni from UND and like he had started his own business and we got to talking. So that's- Yeah, we, we have, um, you know, with, it's, it's interesting with, with the kind of the volunteer side of things, you do get people who do one event and they're like, all right, well, that was, that was fun. I'm glad I did it. And then we, we have, I guess I would call them lifers. I mean, we have an older gentleman who is probably in his seventies. He volunteers at like almost every event we do throughout the year. It's just, he's passionate about it. He loves coming out. He, and his, his position has always been a course marshal and he loves just coming out to the event and being around, around the, you know, fitness community and helping out in any way he can. So it's, it's a very wide range of ages and personalities and everything you can meet volunteering at the events that we put on. You guys do like 50 events a year. Where Where's the farthest you guys go to do an event? Yeah, so, um, you know, with everything with COVID this last 10 months, it's really kind of cut into our, uh, the, the, the number of events that we've been doing. Normally, you know, let's just talk about 2019, for example. I think we did 56 events in 2019. The bulk of them, like 70% probably were basically within an Indianapolis zip code. They were somewhere in Indianapolis. Uh, you know, we had a few up in Carmel, a couple down in like the Greenwood, Bargersville area. But the farthest that we go is actually up to um, West Lafayette. We do the Purdue Boilermaker Half Marathon up there in October. Um, and considering that that's only an, about an hour from Indianapolis, it's pretty amazing that we have that many events in such a, a small radius um, within Indianapolis. So it's, I'm just, I'm always amazed how many events there are that happen within Indianapolis specifically throughout the year. As a volunteer from the time they reach out to you and say they're interested in, uh, in volunteering for an event on a certain, how long would you say that it, would take them to you know to be ready to go like if there was an event on saturday would they need to reach out to you a week or two weeks before so part of part of my job with that volunteer management side of things is i keep a database of anybody that's ever volunteered since i've since i've been around with you know all their contact information you know phone numbers emails all that kind of stuff even shirt sizes we keep track of all of that stuff so that you know if Joe Smith helped us in 2018 at, at, a, at a, you know, at one of our triathlons and, and he reaches out to me and, you know, this summer I know, okay, this guy wears a medium, this guy wears extra large, whatever. So we have a huge database with all that. Um, but yeah, typically from the time that somebody reaches out to us, as long as they can typically get in touch with, with us within, I'd say 48 hours of, of the event date, that's usually enough time. Now, we, we still do get some folks that contact us either the day before. I mean, we even get people that show up the day of and they say, hey, I want to help out. And like I said, we never turn them away. We always uh, will we'll take whatever help we can get. But yeah, it's usually a pretty quick turnaround. But I honestly, I would say the majority of folks will contact you within about a week to two weeks of the event, which is fine. It's It can make it a little stressful because, you know, for example, if we're talking about the Purdue Half Marathon that we do, like I was talking about in October, that event requires probably, gosh, 150 to 200 volunteers. And I would say the majority of those folks will commit in the last two weeks. So it's that that one's always kind of stressful, but 
you know, if you're talking about a smaller 5K that we're doing in you know, the spring or something like that, usually we can get by with you know, 10 to 15 volunteers. And if we can get them rounded up within the week, you know, the race week, it's, it's totally fine. And we're not concerned about it at all. But yeah, basically I'd say within usually that two week range is, is when most people can reach out and, and get all the details they need to know for the event. So that's really all the like important factors that I was wondering. Is there a place that listeners could go to to learn more about you guys or possibly sign up in the future? Yeah, so if you actually go to our website, it's um, tuxbro.com. It's just T-U-X-B-R-O.com. If you go to there, you'll see, um, you know, you can see all listing of all of our calendar of our events. You can see... Uh, you know, links to photographs and that kind of stuff, but there's actually a tab on there for volunteering. So you can click on that. It's just going to kind of give you a brief rundown as far as, you know, positions you can volunteer for and, and, and things like that. But um, yeah, it's super easy. You can fill out an application on there. You just fill out your, your, um, your first name, last name, email, and you can, I think you can even submit on there what um, actual position you want to volunteer for and at what event you want to volunteer for. So you'll just submit that, that indirect, that will directly go to my, my inbox. And like I said, we can reach out to you pretty quick after that and get you all set up with whatever event you want to do. And then, and then within, uh, with, within some of our actual event pages too, there's going to be a volunteer tab where you can, you know, well, let's, let's say you're within like our, our um, Purdue Half Marathon, there's a volunteer tab within that page where you can actually submit your application to volunteers. So there's a lot of different ways, but yeah, it's um, tons of different ways to volunteer. And there's, you know, you, you can even just contact us in an event and say, hey, I want to volunteer in the future and we can, you know, record your information and get in touch with you, you know, prior to the event. Yeah, I was on your guys' website a few days ago when I was emailing you. I clicked on the photos thing. And there are tons of photos, like from your guys' events. It was pretty cool. Yeah, to see. our our photographer is uh, very passionate about taking photos, so he's got just an archive of photos from over the years. So it's always kind of neat to look through there. So that is really all the questions I had. I usually, I'll see if you want to answer this or not. I usually ask an icebreaker question at the beginning, but I totally forgot to because we were talking about other stuff. Um, <laughs> so. If you were trapped in an elevator, like by yourself, I don't know how much time it's going to be until someone finds you. What song could you live with just on repeat in that elevator? Oh my gosh. Um, man, that's a good question. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know. Um, Man, that is a tough one. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out and I'm gonna say anything by like Third Eye Blind. That's gonna be my cop oh, out. I don't okay. even have a good answer. Man, that's a <laughs> great question. <laughs> I, I usually ask them at the beginning, and I was like, "Oh, I had it written down here." Third Eye Blind. Oh okay. gosh, I'm glad you didn't, because that would have that would have got this started off very poorly. Because I'm like, I'm like, ah, I can't think of anything. <laughs> well. Thank you for doing this. Uh, sorry about the technical difficulties again. Oh, it actually went very smoothly, I thought. So. Glad we could finally do it. I can't believe after I saw the messaging, like I, I think I'd first messaged you like before Thanksgiving or something. 
and then we just finally got it. So that's I, awesome. you know, I felt terrible. It took this long to get <laughs> to get this all straightened out, but now I'm glad we did. I like I told you, my parents are coming in town tonight, so I was hoping to get this thing done before they were getting too close here. But I think they're still a couple hours away, so we got plenty of plenty of time. So I, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do this. Though it's kind of nice to get a, a little bit of a spotlight on Tuxedo Brothers and just kind of tell people, you know, volunteer opportunities and. Like you said, just kind of what we do and how our company works. Yeah, I just know like when I'm talking to undergrad or whatever and, you know, they always have to do resume stuff in class and I'll show mine and it's still got several of the events I did and like they'll see the name Bob to the top and they're like, you know, that sounds cool it is and then I'll explain it to them. And yeah. like you said, a lot of people know Indy Sports Corp because it's right downtown and you guys are in Zionsville. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed my time and like, the owner don Carr, he helped us out a lot like i said so yeah i just when i was trying to think of three organizations to talk to you guys were the first one i thought of so awesome. we appreciate it it's, like i said it's very uh we're very grateful you gave us the chance to talk about it and hopefully help us get some volunteers here in the future so <laughs> yeah well thank you um i'm gonna edit this like either tonight or in the morning and then Whenever I put it out and have the link, I'll share it with you guys too. So if you want to do anything with it. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Cody. Yeah, no problem. Enjoy the rest of your night and hope your parents get there safe. Hey, I will. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Have a good weekend. All right. See you.